Hello and welcome to the latest Safer West Mercia podcast. My name is John Campion and I'm the West Mercia Police and Crime Commissioner and I'm joined today by a, a very special guest. Uh, Jane, did you want to introduce yourself? Hello, yes, thank you. I'm Jane Chaplin. Um, I am an independent advisor to uh, West Mercia Police and uh, I chair their strategic meeting and their LGBTQ meeting. So Jane, uh, really grateful for you joining us today uh, and um, your introduction uh, full of lots of uh, l- lots of things that perhaps uh, the listeners might ordinarily be aware existed, it, uh, things like um, IAGs and, and, and those kinds of things. Um, so just tell a little bit about your role, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe how you got into it as well and, uh, and, and why you want to give your time to, to doing this in the system that keeps us safe. Yes, I, I got into it because actually I was asked whether I would um, be part of the IAG. And I, I guess like everybody, I didn't know very much about it to start with. But what I found actually was it was a good opportunity to bring things into the police organisation, which otherwise might um, not be particularly well known or, or particularly understood. Uh, and also to actually have a group of people from local area, or in this case, the LGBT group, um, who uh, would be able to do the same sort of thing. Uh, And it really was a good opportunity to um, be part of a scheme that allows you to do that. um, It's one of those roles, isn't it, that uh, isn't widely known about, but actually is a really important part of maintaining uh, the consent of the public, the voice of the public, the uh, you know that that public sense check uh, within the work that we uh, that we do. Um, you're you're an individual who, who who's volunteered to give your time. You're even now chair of the uh, of of the group. Um, is there is there something in your life, your personal experience, that made you made you want to do it? You know, it was the drive to say actually. Uh, these are the things that I've either experienced or, or, or I'm aware of that I think I can, uh, you know, I can bring to the bring to the table because it's not decision making, is it? It's not an executive role in terms of, you know, let's do this rather than this. It's about making sure um, things are considered, analysed and different viewpoints taken. Indeed, it's about looking at what you're doing, being able to advise you to be a critical friend, if you like, to the organisation so that good practice can be developed, good practice can be praised as well, which is also an important part of the the role, Um, but also then to bring concerns, um, perhaps criticism of the way something has been dealt with, uh, to look at how you deal with things like hate crime, how you deal with uh, people uh, in the community. things like body-worn video, we we look at that and we can make comment on on that sort of work that you're you're doing. My background was in a a role which is not dissimilar to that of the police. Uh, And so from my point of view, I could bring that experience with me uh, and and help you, basically. It's... um... It's one of those things, isn't it, that we're all individuals. We're, 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 it's, it's our experiences and our, um, our uh, differences and, and the challenges in life that have, um, you know, uh, that shape who we are and, and our approach to things. And that's why I particularly like our system. 
around IAGs to ensure that um, uh, the bit that you've just talked about over, not just the things that need fixing, but also recognising that things that perhaps are positive and uh, maybe need to be rolled out in different in different ways. Um, you're you're part of the system of policing, but you're not the police. You're you're linked to the police in in, in a voluntary role. Um, do you do you think that do you do you think there are greater ways that the the citizenry, the wider citizenry, can play a role? Um, in policing to make sure uh, that the police are truly representative of us as a community and all the very different parts of it? I think it's very important for the police as an organisation to be accepting that people like me as an independent coming in and and having a look at what's going on um, are able to, to make that connection and having made that connection to actually use what they get from it to benefit the way the organisation works. But of course, then being independent, I can actually bring my views or the views of people that are part of the community to the table, to the discussion, uh, and to inform and to um, actually bring things to the police awareness, if you like, but also how individual officers actually react to situations and perhaps help, perhaps train, perhaps guide, perhaps support in those circumstances. Because not every police officer or not every police um, organisation necessarily has the, the knowledge, experience or perhaps understanding of particular events or particular people within the community. So that's part of the IAG role, the independent role. And it's also why we need the um, cross-section of people coming into the uh, advisory group so that that information can be part of the group. It's um, I, I, One of my priorities as commissioner is to make sure that the... Um, that policing re- reflects the communities that we serve, and and when the community looks at the police service, it can recognise itself um, amongst it, and and it's not just about the physical differences; it's also about attitudes and others. And I think that's a that is a, an, an important role. Um, you've been been uh, doing this for for a while in terms of uh, giving your time. Uh, is there a particular issue that you think to self? Our involvement in that either was, uh, you know, really challenging and really tested yourself, or indeed uh, was uh, was really challenging back to the force. And uh, and, and this was our, our worthwhile contribution to it. Is there something that sticks out in your mind, Jane? I think, in particularly, the question of hate crime and and how the police actually deal with it. Uh, and and since I've been a member, looking at the way in which the the police do deal with hate crime, I believe has actually improved because we've been able to share that knowledge, because I can bring my knowledge of my life, if you like, into that arena, and so can other people within the within the group. How you report things, how you record things, how you deal with the outcomes. And, and that has changed in the time that I've been a, an IAG member, uh, and I like to think that that... Um, will continue to develop and improve from where the organisation may have been some years ago. 
listening to me that gives that listening to that game gives me a bit of gives me a bit of hope because somebody uh, hearing and, and somebody like yourself saying actually I can see the see the progress that's a that for me is a, a heartwarming thing because you've got to have hope haven't you that that things will change but some of that is built on the fact confidence that things have changed and uh, and I think your particular area as an IAG around uh, sexuality um, that uh, and, and gender-based challenges that are also associated with some of that, I think are a fascinating part of not only the police journey, but the societal journey. And um, I, I think it's a really great thing uh, for the police to do in terms of taking that, that sense check. And we're very proud of the volunteers that, that are involved, you know, the stepping up and wanting to do, because there's, there's no pay, is there? There's no, um, there's no this is the remuneration or, 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 or accolades for doing it. It is just for that contribution and you do other things in terms of uh, the wider system you're also part of the uh, independent the custom visiting team as well aren't you jane Indeed. Uh, another yes. role there. it's really great to see that active active citizenry um if um if you were pcc for a day uh, you were uh, into high office with the, the responsibility and others that, that i've got um what would be the thing that you go to first in terms of uh, taking your attention what would be the be the thing that you would do? Very much see how the organisation actually works and putting thoughts as to how it could be developed in a positive way. Um, but also look at how the budget is used and, and how uh, you apply that budget to the organisation so that it is actually used in a way that really helps local communities because after all that's what the police organization is all about absolutely absolutely right and uh, that focus on why we're here is a constant challenge because you you get dragged into the big corporate uh, arena of running a big organization but that constant reminder as to why we're here is a, a really important one and it's fascinating you pick that you pick that out because i think that's one of my biggest challenges is uh, mm is keeping that focus because you've got to run an organization and I've got to be the governance for it but actually we're not there for that purpose we're actually there for the for the for the things we're uh, producing which is a, a safer community isn't it we don't make widgets that's we, right we provide a service and uh, keeping that at the center it's a, a, a great one what well, what did uh, what did you do in your in your professional world what was uh, some of the skill sets that um, that you developed to to to, to bring to the IAG role I was working particularly in environmental health. So I was looking at housing, uh, food and pollution standards uh, across the, uh, particularly across England, uh, and working through local authorities and also working as an independent uh, consultant for a number of years in, those, in that role. It's, um, it's always, uh, I, I love doing it with recruits uh, when they join the police. I love uh, doing it with our volunteers i love doing it with the with the staff that join the organization hearing the varied backgrounds that uh, that are involved and i know talking to some of your other ieg colleagues their backgrounds also so varied and it really does mm -hmm. i think add to the very rich nature of the uh, of the challenge the debate the discussion the recognition um, that the igs uh, bring uh, as commissioner i'm incredibly grateful that you want to give your time jane and, and your colleagues uh, for the work that they do and I'm absolutely certain the contribution uh, helps uh, the service to West Mercia uh, communities improve which I think is, is is what it's all about 
and hearing that balance between the recognition of what's good and, and, and what's not yet uh, great is is an important one. And I want to thank you for joining uh, today, uh, Jane, to talk about that on, on our podcast. Also, thank you. And I'd like to thank our listeners uh, for listening to today's uh, podcast. Uh, we've been joined by Jane Chapman, who is uh, one of our independent members of the independent advisory groups who advise West Mercia Police uh, around the LGBTQ plus um, issues, uh, offering the advice, guidance, uh, challenge, support, recognition, and uh, a really fascinating discussion. And if you're interested in a volunteering role, then um, if you put West Mercia Police into your search engine, um, there are those volunteer roles that are uh, are often uh, available. Uh, as you've heard from Jane, a worthwhile uh, activity. And if you think you've got something to add, please do step forward uh, and help us make sure West Mercia is a safe place to live. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's Safer West Mercia podcast.